I went to Orange Beach, Alabama, uh-huh. and it's like where all like people from my Johnson County, Indiana. That's where they all went. That was like their getaway. Oh. <laughs> that was their. Yeah. their that's crazy because it's like a th- like a thousand miles away. <laughs> it's a long drive. It's, it's like a, a fourteen hour drive. It's a really fucked up drive. Yeah, um, and it, but once you get there, it's all worth it. It's, <laughs> it's paradise. It's paradise. <laughs> but I had a. I was in uh, middle school. And I had a retainer, a regular retainer, not a permanent one. One you had to take out while when you ate mm-hmm. and sure and stuff. So we were on the beach one day, beautiful Orange Beach, yeah, yeah, we got it. Alabama, yeah, <laughs> the Gulf of Mexico. It's the only beach you can find if you're coming from Indiana that has the same level of racism <laughs> as it, as, it, as you do back home. Probably in Indiana. more, to be <clears throat> honest. But uh, so we're eating. We have sandwiches on the beach. And, Sandwiches on the beach. And I take my retainer out, sit it next to me, <laughs> <laughs> and I finish. I eat I eat my sandwich, yeah. my chips, my Pringles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I go to put my retainer back in. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> the seagull take it away? <laughs> I don't know what, what happened. I think a seagull must have flown off with it. Yeah, maybe a seagull <laughs> flew off with it. It's wearing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. And let me tell you something, Joe, my mom was pissed. Did you get a new one? <laughs> I, we had to go back home and get a new one, yeah. And it co- probably cost her a pretty penny. But before we went back home, Indiana, they didn't have church's chicken. Right. You know, church's chicken. <laughs> yeah. And that seems like a huge blow to, to <laughs> oh, Indiana. Yeah. How did you guys... And I always wanted to try. You always pass by one. Right. And I always wanted to try church's chicken. Mm-hmm. And since I lost my retainer, my mom goes, no. <laughs> not, a, not a chance in hell. <laughs> no church's chicken, chicken for you. Well, it's not your fault a seagull ran off their retainer. <laughs> well, that's what I tried to tell her. Now, see, she if a seagull took my retainer, yeah. I would never... I would never wear one again. Yeah. That would be it. Because I had a retainer and I dropped mine on the ground one time and I go, yeah. it's, it's over. Yeah, it's Whatever. done. I wore, I wore for three days after I got my braces <laughs> off. They go, wear this every night for the rest of your life. Yeah. Wore for like six days. And I said, eh. Yeah, well, the one I got, the replacement one I got, I wore it maybe two, three more times and I was like, this is pointless. Yeah, what are we going to do? So my mom probably threw, was like throwing a $1,000 down the drain. Well, speaking of church's chicken, yeah. Trent, one of our stories uh, you may relate to as somebody who lives in a place without a big... They call it a food desert. A food desert <laughs> and these popular... So I guess before I get into that, we should uh, recap what this podcast well, is. sure. Yeah. Would you like me to do that? I would like you to go ahead and do that. <laughs> well, this, if this is your first time listening, this is Echo Chamber with Joe and Trent, the only podcast where two comedians read... The Wall Street Journal, because one of us gets it for free <laughs> at work. At work, and let's just give you a rundown of what some of the stories we're going to be reading today are let's. from the Wall Street Journal. This one's from the Wall Street Journal. Fast food fans aren't in a hurry. Diehards line up early, wait hours to be at openings. Wow! Oh yeah, it's a huge thing. People all over the sure. country think, "Oh my God, a church's chicken is finally opening yeah. in Indiana." Yeah, they get there six days before. They fucking take off work. They leave oh. their wife. By God, Joe, I've never related to a story more. <laughs> what else we got? Speaking Trent? of fast food, oh, Chipotle 
Wow. They're stepping up their hiring for their upcoming busy season. Maybe I'll apply. (laughs) (laughs) Upcoming busy season. Yes, yes. That sounds optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Trent, we're also going to hear a little update uh, from the Neuralink business. Elon Musk has successfully implanted a brain chip inside of a human. Yeah, I heard about this. (laughs) You may be shocked to know I'm not a fan. (laughs) We've crossed the Rubicon, my friend. (laughs) Well, we'll also be speaking of uh, Elon, but not really. There's another e-truck maker <laughs> oh. who, well, he frauded a lot of people, and he's facing prison time. So There's always somebody facing prison time in these. <laughs> well, Trent, we are also going to hear about people going through a hard time themselves, parents of empty nesters. Oh. Some of them need counseling. <laughs> well, who doesn't need counseling? <laughs> I mean, you have to do the work. <laughs> So that's true. Well, speaking of empty nesters, they may want to try this. More people are traveling, but they're traveling solo. Wow. Maybe that would be a great yeah. getaway for an empty nester. Figure out who, who you are. Yes. Because that's the problem with them. They've lost their identity from taking their kids to baseball practice. Every right. Yeah. Exactly. But you know who hasn't lost their goddamn identity, Trent? People who can't wait to get into that Chick-fil-A when it finally opens up in Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> and this is from the Wall Street Journal. Fast oh. food fans aren't in a hurry. Diehards line up early, waiting hours to be at opening. One chilly December morning, Jonathan Free drove to a parking lot in Meridian, Idaho. Found Idaho. A, <laughs> Idaho. Found a spot, cranked up the heat, checked his supply of snacks, and settled in for a long wait. To pass the time, he answered texts from friends. <laughs> he brought snacks to wait in there to do the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. This is, I don't know why they said to pass the time, he answered texts from friends. It's <laughs> 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 normal thing you do. Wow, that's an awesome update they put. And then he answered texts from friends, some checking how much gas he had in his tank, other calling him crazy. <laughs> Five hours later, Freed was vindicated. He pulled up into the pickup window of the In-N-Out Burger, Idaho's first. Wow. To cheers from the staff. Some bucket <laughs> listers summit Kilimanjaro, camp out for Springsteen tickets, or travel to Arkansas to see the eclipse. That's oddly specific. Freed, 35, is among a different breed, fast food superfans who go to extreme lengths to be the first served when a popular new chain opens up in their town. Wow. That's right. In-N-Out. Have you ever been to In-N-Out? No. And quite frankly, I don't give a shit. Everyone, no. every, All these places, In-N-Out, uh, Shake Shack. There's another one in Shake California. Shack. Yeah, Shake uh, Shack sucks. They all suck. <laughs> yeah. Or well, they're fine. They're fine at They're best. fine. Yeah. They're literally just a cheeseburger with fries. Yeah, but... With shakes, yeah, but you have to pay more for the fries. Any other yeah. rest, any other fast food place, McDonald's, Burger King, yeah. um, I could name more. I don't, I, <laughs> they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They all come, they have a meal that comes with the burger and the fries. Right. You may pay a little $2 yeah. extra, sure. Right. But it also comes with a, a nice, the, the biggest Coke you could ever imagine. Yeah, exactly. And, but uh, Shake Shack, you go there, they go, no, they go everything's they, all there's a no cart. meals. All all a cart. It'll be $15 for the burger, 20 bucks for the fries. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck and it's you. lukewarm. And we're going to spit in your milkshake. You know, Teddy Roosevelt had the square deal. And then about 50 years ago, <laughs> yeah. Burger King, McDonald's, all these people had the idea of the square meal. Yeah, exactly. You work a hard day, you get a square meal yeah. for a fair price. <laughs> and that was a fucking American dream. Yeah. Now that's fucking done for. Well, take everything you know about the square meal, throw that out the window. <laughs> the square meal's out. The square deal's done. No square deals, no square meals. It's all raw deals. It's all... <laughs> 
It's all a raw deal. Which is what you get at Shake Shack. Yeah. They fucking shake every penny out of my fucking pants. And they go, here's a burger. We put mayonnaise on it. Big whoop. <laughs> Big fucking whoop. Every door. It opened in Kansas City, and every fucking dork I ever met was like, Shake Shack is opening. Opening. <laughs> get a life. <laughs> yeah i agree couldn't agree more yeah but these people refuse to get a life and I, I respect them for this because it's one thing to be amped at a shake shack is opening um that's dorky but if you drive and wait out then it's like no you've got a you got a fire in your belly oh and i yeah. respect that you're committed and i, I love respect that. that i love anybody that's committed quote you could absolutely feel the energy and excitement you for your calls damn right that's good <laughs> Of being a Neil Armstrong of sorts at the new local In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, what a lofty comparison. Freed, who also races drag bikes for fun. and wow, had a this guy. He does it all. Yeah. Had a triple-triple He's triple an adrenaline burger. junkie. Well, Trent, he ordered a triple-triple burger made with, made quote, animal style, which sounds disgusting. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've heard animal style. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, it sounds like somebody fucking... It sounds like somebody did... Makes the burger and then just like fucks the burger <laughs> and then throws it in the bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like the burger gets fucked for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, diehards are braving the elements to queue outside of soon to open locations of Chick fil A, In N Out, Raisin Canes, and other chains. Mm. The draws include bragging rights, novelty, and the freebies bestowed on those dedicated enough to slumber overnight in a fast food parking lot yeah. or stand around for the better part of a day. Mm. Another benefit, spending time around perhaps the only other people who truly understand the commitment this hobby requires. The groupies must make sure their gas tanks are full. They bring power sources to charge electronics. They layer up in hats, gloves, and blankets to avoid turning into a human slushy when they want to turn their cars off. They learn that it helps to pump up the classic rock and folk songs. And most, <laughs> and most of all, to somehow talk someone else into joining you. Mm. Quote, Nothing short of an emergency would have caused us to exit, recalls Donna Mitchell, a 77-year-old Boise resident and retired Charles, Charles Schwab registered representative, bullshit, uh, bullshit job, bullshit who, who persuaded 80-year-old Fran Collette, a, a vegetarian, God, there's really nothing in this for her, to venture out at 4.30 a.m. for the December, December Idaho In-N-Out opening by assuring Collette she would get a grilled cheese. Wow, what a, what a you raw can't make deal. that at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way they do it at In-N-Out. <laughs> grilled cheese animal style. It's a grilled cheese that's frozen, and then they <laughs> put it in a fucking panini press, yeah, and then uh, they give it to you. Uh, yeah. Well, Jaslyn... First of all, they shouldn't be driving 77, 80 years old. No, absolutely if, not. Not, not at 430 30 and dark on the no, highway? Would God, it be crazy? No, God, no. No. But, I mean, well, it's worth it, though. Grilled cheese. You got to take risks. You got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> By biscuit, I mean two Grilled. pieces of sour toast, sourdough bread. <laughs> Beautiful American cheddar. It's like a craft cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Jasmine Valley, 21, waited nearly two hours to try Cosmics. Cosmics. Oh, Cosmics. Wow. McDonald's new space-themed takeout chain was yes. opened last month in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Hmm. It was worth it, she says, to make <laughs> to make her cousins in California jealous. Oh, wow. And going back to the freebies, so the things that people get, 
when they do this. Mm. Chick-fil-A long advertised a first 100 giveaway where the first 100 guests would get free food for a whole year. Now, that actually, that would be worth it. That would be worth it. If I'm 76 and I'm Janine and I put Gertrude in the car, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking my social security, I'm living longer than I thought I would. My social security (laughs) is not going to last forever. Right. I need to hit as many of these free 100 giveaways as I can. Yeah. Free for a fucking year. Of course, that'll make your life expectancy way an early grave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But hey, Time's up with the Social Security. <laughs> yeah. So this led to people camping out overnight in parking lots at new restaurants. But when the pandemic hit in 2020, the, tra- the chain dropped the promotion <gasps> and asked restaurant operators to instead select 100 community heroes, such oh. as teachers, health care providers to receive for the free food. Wow. Fuck off. That, wow. Doesn't that just warm your heart? <laughs> no, dude. I want a shot. <laughs> I want a shot yeah. at the free food. I agree. Yeah. No, no, they deserve to. They're heroes. They are. They're heroes. Oh, yeah. oh. God. oh, God, they're heroes. And it seems like we've forgotten that they seems were like heroes. We've forgotten. I would like to go Just... back to the pandemic. <laughs> Me too. I'm yeah. gonna bang my pots and fans. Yeah, yeah. Outside the window for the nurses. Mm-hmm. A Chick Fil A spokeswoman says the campouts quote were a ton of fun with highlights including 700 people showing up for a New Jersey opening in Bismarck, uh, North Dakota, and a woman going into labor while waiting. The chain sent a swag bag to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a free hat. She's giving birth in the parking lot. <laughs> I now I, I understand because all those places you mentioned, uh, Idaho, North Dakota, there's nothing to do there. This is like their yeah, it's their Super Bowl. There's nothing to do there, and I think it makes sense for them to open it there because since there's nothing going on, the whole state will talk about yeah. Chick Fil A. Yeah, and then the states nearby will go, my God. This Chick-fil-A sounds incredible. Yeah. And then they'll get it, and then they'll go, well, Chick-fil-A's all over the West. They got to have... Everybody's got it. Now the Midwest wants a bite. Yeah. You got to start, gotta start small. Exactly, exactly. Well, speaking of uh, restaurants and stepping up business, this, Joe, is from uh, the Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay. Uh, headline. Wall Street Journal. Chipotle steps up efforts for busy season. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Chipotle Mexican Grill. <laughs> the Mexican Grill. <laughs> said it plans to hire 19,000 workers to, get, to keep up with what it calls burrito season. That what? <laughs> and Is this just new, a marketing scheme? It offer new benefits to attract younger people. What burrito season? <laughs> That's me. You're, oh, you're not familiar with burrito season. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Well, it falls right after cuffing season. <laughs> so. I would think that that would be when you're trying to not eat burritos. <laughs> no. Oh, I know. After cuffing season, you've got somebody locked down. You can become a fat pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to carb up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Um, the chain, which is dealing with rising labor costs. Yeah, who isn't? Uh, said Wednesday, it is more than 11... 100,000 employees, but needed to attract more workers for its busy season from March to May. 1,100,000? 1, yeah. Wow. Uh, Would that be a million? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about that. It's a big number. It's a, big, it's a big number. <laughs> <laughs> 110,000. Oh, okay. Uh, for... Last year, Chipotle said it planned to hire 15,000 new employees for burrito season. Wow. 
A Chipotle spokeswoman said Wednesday that the company sees its highest volume of sales in the spring primarily because of seasonal factors like weather and daylight. What? I don't know. <laughs> How does that translate to burritos? I, I really don't follow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I feel like they, know, just, they know we'll forget about this in six months, uh, and they go, "Fall's coming up, burrito season." <laughs> it's gonna yeah, tell it's us like every every, <laughs> every three weeks. It's like, it's like International Dog Day. Yeah, Toyota thons yeah, every month. Yeah. You know? <laughs> burrito season. It's burrito season. Well, who, do you, who do you think the you weather are? and the sun's out, so people want burritos? So. Yeah. So what it is, you know, in between these sixty-five degrees to seventy-one degrees uh, Fahrenheit. <laughs> area and once the the moon is uh, a waxing crescent yeah people tend to go out and get burritos <laughs> it is kind of making me hungry for a burrito yeah chipotle the last few times i've been there it's absolutely suck cock the you gotta go to one in the midwest in the suburbs yeah all fast food here in new york the greatest city in the world <laughs> it all sucks it's the worst yeah it's not designed for fast food no. That's, that belongs in yeah Overland Park, Kansas. The company said it was offering new benefits to attract Gen Z workers who make up more than 73% of its restaurant workforce. Chipotle said it would match up to 4% of an employee's salary through 401k contributions if they make student loan payments. Problem is Gen Z doesn't care about that. No. The company, pl- but they do care about this. The company plans to cover six free mental health counseling <laughs> sessions and offer workers access to a special credit card from Credit.ai. What? <laughs> they shouldn't do the credit card. That sounds like pretty risky. Yeah, yeah. I don't want my credit card to the Credit.ai. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is, but I don't trust it. You go sick mental health and Credit.ai. <laughs> Swag. Chipotle said it runs more than 3,300 restaurants in the U.S., Canada, France, Germany, and the U.K. Some customers complain about Chipotle's higher costs, but the company reported an increase in sales in its most recent earnings report. About 15% of Chipotle's restaurants are in California, which last year raised the hourly minimum wage for fast food workers from $15.50 an hour to $20 an hour. Wow. Shares of Chipotle rose slightly to close at $2,334.80 on Wednesday. Well, that's exciting. I mean, something's got to be done because I went to a Chipotle one time. This is in Kansas City, and uh, I'm going through. The guy's making my burrito. Yeah. About halfway into building my burrito, the supervisor comes up to him, and he goes, hey, man, you can take your 15 whenever. And then he just walked away in the middle <laughs> of making my burrito. That's so funny. And I'm just standing yeah. there. I got right. A, nobody I got, took over. Nobody took over. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no one took over. Yeah. I just got a half-made burrito right there. Yeah. And I'm looking. And I can. I look back and I see through like an ajar door. He's just out there ripping a cig. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so I just left. <laughs> I just drove past him as I was. Wow. Just yeah, away. I would have loved to. Have you ever seen, some people get their burritos, they fill it with everything, and then, I don't know, they, it's like a magic trick when the guy wraps it up and doesn't rip the fucking tortilla. I feel bad. I worked at a burrito place one yeah. time, and the people who order every possible ingredient, double fucking meat and yeah. extra guac and yeah. stuff, you know, and then, like, they're the same people that when you, like, it rips open when you're rolling it, they're like, I, I need a new tortilla. Yeah. I need a new tortilla. Yeah. What the f- <laughs> No. And I'm like, okay. He's like, actually, just 
leave it. Just like add another tortilla on the outside. I was like, this was your plan all <laughs> along. Your plan. Pig. They need yeah. uh, extra extra meat and extra tortilla. I used to work at this place called Freebirds Burritos, and they would have this thing called the Monster Burrito, yeah. which is just what it sounds like. It was actually it was four tortillas, Jesus and you Christ. load it up and you you roll like fourth, and it's like literally the size of a newborn baby. And this big fat mean fuck would come in like twice a week, get yeah. a monster burrito, sit down with like this thing that weighed like eight pounds, and just wipe out the whole thing, and would just you know just look at us the whole time. <laughs> that was that's crazy. crazy. That's yeah, good. That's I don't like that. No, scary. Yeah. But you know, it was burrito season. Well, so. it's burrito season. <laughs> what do you expect? So. What do you expect? It's burrito season. <laughs> no? I'm sorry, honey, but it's burrito season. <laughs> well, that's and burrito season for you. <laughs> that's you know what they say. Well, Trent, you know what else it is the season of? It is the season of hmm. uh, man becoming lesser to the robot. <sighs> it's finally here. A day that will probably go down in history. Yeah. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Musk, I'm not sure exactly who they're referring to, but maybe we'll find out in the article. <laughs> Musk says Neuralink implanted brain chip in human. Mm. Something that a lot of conspiracy theorists have been warning of a long time, yep. and we've all seen coming. Uh, they're putting the chips in our heads, and it's starting just last week. Yeah, Elon Musk said that the first human received a Neuralink brain implant, a potential milestone in the development of, quote, brain-computer interface, something that I think sucks, technology that could one day help those suffering from debilitating conditions such as paralysis to interact with their surroundings. Um, we're supposed to die after a certain point. Musk tweeted late Monday that a patient received the implant the prior day and is, quote, recovering well, suggesting, oh, good. <laughs> suggesting that the surgery was completed successfully and that there are no serious technical problems. Musk didn't disclose the details about the patient's age or any pre-existing conditions the patient Yeah, why would has. we want to know any <laughs> yeah, of that? Well, no details. When Neuralink, I don't want to know who has a computer in their head. Yeah, it could be any one of us. <laughs> Uh, actually, fun fact: the guy who has a computer in his head uh, does not know either. He doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, so he just woke up. No, it could be any of us. Yeah, yeah he just woke up with a raging headache. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, a raging headache. Yeah. <laughs> ah, god damn! <laughs> when Neuralink announced last September that it was recruiting a uh, a participant, it said it was looking for someone suffering from quadriplegia. Hmm. And uh, they got it. The goal for the product, which Neuralink's, Neuralink is calling telepathy. Fuck off. <laughs> is to enable control of a smartphone or computer by thinking. Musk said Monday on X. The company has shown videos of monkeys implanted with device moving a cursor, playing a video game. That's just what we need, just to break that fourth wall between our phone, which knows everything about us, has all of our information, all of our financial yeah. information, all of our personal information, um, all of our habits and tendencies, yeah. to just have that, just one little t connection inside of our brain, so they can finally control the one thing that my phone can't already control, which is my physical body. It has complete control over my mind and everything else in my actions. Yeah. But now if it can get my body, then right. really it's in the driver's seat and Apple by extension. <laughs> Of yeah, life. what a waking they're gonna nightmare! They're take over the world, and we will be. Zombies. Now, did they say that they put this in monkeys? Is that what it said? Uh, at yeah. The end? Oh, yeah. You gotta put anything that's gonna go on a human. Uh -oh. You just throw it in some monkeys for a while. Yeah, I, which seems to be perfectly legal. I mean, it seems like have at it, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. I right. can't wait for an astronaut a uh, hundred years from now to 
walk up the beach and f- discover the Statue of Liberty. You're playing of the apes. Oh, yeah. Seen it. oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. They're, they're going to well, take over the apes. Now they got computers. They can they can understand. Well, it's going to be all those apes that they neuralinked, and then the one guy that they neuralinked who has hyperplasticity, <laughs> and he's going to have to go up against the apes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God damn you! And a phone's going to be controlling everybody. <laughs> Ah, jeez. Uh, no, but back to my point. I think we just, you know, I don't. Th- I think we should just let people die. We need people to die in order to keep yeah. the population down. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I hope that's what everybody takes away from this. Uh, yeah. Episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no one should be saved. No. Well, Joe, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Headline: Founder of e truck maker gets prison term for fraud oh boy if you can't trust a person that makes (laughs) e-trucks who can you trust who's left to trust a judge sentenced trevor milton on monday to four years in prison for defrauding investors in nicola the electric truck company he founded i've never trusted a guy named trevor in my life no. Yeah. Terrible name. Trevor is no good. Oh, Milton? Terrible. Last name Milton is bad, too. That's bad. It's a bad name. It's a bad name. He deserves to be in prison. Trevor, Trey, they all stink. <laughs> Trent's yeah. the only good one. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. couldn't agree more, Trent. <laughs> Milton, 41 years old, was convicted on several fraud charges last year. Witnesses testified that he lied to ordinary investors about nearly every aspect of Nikola. Milton said the company's zero-emission truck prototype was drivable when it wasn't. <laughs> he said, that seems really easy to debunk. <laughs> well, we'll get into how he fooled investors. He said Nikola was equipped to produce the necessary hydrogen and power the trucks when it wasn't. So, hold on. So, this guy makes e-trucks and his company is called Nikola? Yeah. What a fucking loser hack. <laughs> Want to be Elon Musk uh, dork, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what a fucking hack. And he boasted that the company had a long list of sales orders, many to companies that didn't exist. (laughs) So it's like the dead bodies that voted for Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Milton speaking uh, through tears during a three-hour hearing in Manhattan, not far from where we are. Not far at all, Trent. (laughs) Told the judge that his statements about the company referred to its business model. Quote, I did not intend to harm anyone, and I did not commit those crimes, he said during a 30-minute statement. U.S. District Judge Eduardo Ramos, who also ordered Milton to pay a million-dollar fine and forfeit a property in Utah, said people were hurt by his actions. Quote, the law does not grant a pass for good intentions. <laughs> yeah. No, I, <laughs> but it is the way to, uh, to pave the road paved to hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's going to find that out yeah. pretty quickly. It is decidedly the obligation of businesses, business executives who are seeking to have the public purchase their stock to speak the truth. Wow. Prosecutors pegged the total loss caused by Milton at more than $660 million. Jesus. Which, in, which under federal sentencing guidelines, could mean 60 years in prison. They conceded well, that... We'll probably get five years off that, for sure. <laughs> you could, well, you they conceded that was too long, but pushed for 11 years. Mm, I would like a, a little bit longer. Yeah. Um... 
Probation officials estimated that Milton causes $125 million in losses. So basically just lied about everything, got all these people to put all this money in the yeah. company? Yeah. Yeah. How did he think that was going to work out for him? I guess he says, lie he, now, get the money, and then we solve all our problems with the money. I suppose so. I, I don't know if he really thought it all through. But he had great intentions. <laughs> he had great intentions, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's really what matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... In the the amount Nicola paid to settle an investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission while neither admitting nor denying wrongdoing. That translates under the sentencing guidelines to 17.5 to nearly 22 years in prison, though they only recommended 11. Milton's lawyer, in keeping with the spirit of their client, said zero was a more reasonable number <laughs> and asked the judge for no prison time at all. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Go for completely not realistic. Maybe they'll get you in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Five or six. <laughs> the judge said it would be ludicrous to sentence Milton to a very lengthy term in line with federal guidelines, which are advisory. Ramos said that he had sentenced other defendants who had lower loss amounts to more prison time because they, quote, looked their victims in the eye as they took the last dollar from their pocket. How did he not? I want you to know, I don't believe that's who you are, the judge said. You seem like a well-intentioned man. <laughs> Maybe... Well, you have to look this guy up. Maybe he's just a moron. Maybe he's just clearly a dumb guy. Yeah, because they clearly feel bad for him yeah. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it clearly seems like he's like, whoa. He's like, guys, I made a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we can't lock this yeah. guy up. But his yeah. lawyer was like, you can't go to prison. How about zero years? Crazy. <laughs> he's not going to survive in there. I like how the judge even agreed. He was like, well, the, the mandated 60 years that we already agreed on, yeah. which is normal, yeah. would be crazy. <laughs> even though on paper, he yeah. totally qualifies yeah. for that. So I would love to know why it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really say why it's like that. But we can imagine with a name like Trevor Milton. Trevor Milton. Yeah. He, he wasn't exactly born to be a star. Uh, <laughs> Lawyers for Milton who sought a sentence of probation argued that any misstatements stem from Milton's deeply held optimism and <laughs> and rosy worldview. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's going to be great, guys. To be rainbows. <laughs> the trucks go fast. They drive. Oh, here it Milton was on paper an unlikely candidate to become an overnight tech billionaire. <laughs> Growing up in Nevada and Utah, he finished neither high school nor college. But God, was he an optimist. <laughs> With a rosy worldview. <laughs> wow. A, a series of his early businesses ended in disputes, litigation, and disappointed investors, many of whom were Milton's friends and family. <laughs> Initially, Nicola was an attempt to build a truck that would run on natural gas. But shortly before the company's first prototype made its debut, Milton announced that the business model was shifting to hydrogen and that Nikola had success. Hydrogen. <laughs> Nothing that has ever gone wrong. <laughs> hydrogen. Something we definitely know how to use, know how to find, and is cheap to make. <laughs> and that Nikola had successfully engineered a zero-emission truck. I the, did it. These early claims. I, I yes. did it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yes, I did it. <laughs> these early claims repeated s several times at the truck's extravagant unveiling in 2016 became instrumental to Milton's downfall. 
A trial witness who worked on the prototype told the jury that it had no real hydrogen components on it other than lettering on the side of its cab claiming it was hydrogen powered. So how I don't understand how he doesn't go to jail for 60 years. I don't I don't understand how they feel bad for him and stuff. That seems cuz the judge is like, "Well, you didn't look them in the eye and yeah. say one thing and it was right. completely untrue." Yeah, he did. Yeah, he put it on he actually put it on the truck. He wrote it on the fucking truck. <laughs> you know, it looks like a, it just looks like a gas God, tank. We'll here. have to look this guy up. Oh, I forgot to put the hydrogen in there. <laughs> oh, fuck, 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 fuck. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> in one of Nicola's infamous moments, this is the really crazy part. Mm. Uh, in one of Nicola's infamous moments, Milton directed the production of a video in which the truck was rolled down a hill to make it appear <laughs> as if it could drive on its own. Oh, my God. <laughs> such flagrant you know yeah miss you know it's abusing people's perceptions of what is true and what is not yeah yeah what a liar stunts work to persuade some corporate partners to team up with the company to build trucks by 2020 milton was being pressed by investors to take nicola public through a special purpose acquisition company Unlike a traditional initial public offering, a SPAC listing was thought to allow executives and companies to make bold forecasts for their company's fortunes. Milton took advantage, pledging to be, quote, the most accessible and direct executive on Twitter. That's so funny. He's at the top of a hill. He's just got a working break and nothing else. He just puts it in neutral. Yeah. All right. Are you rolling? We're rolling. Passes through the camera, slams on the brake. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. What a con artist. He's a con man. But, but well intentioned. He's well intentioned. <laughs> we can't we can't uh, dispute his rosy worldview. So. <laughs> we don't know how or why he's well intentioned, <laughs> but I guess he must have a real charm about him. Yeah. A real goofball charm about him. Yeah. You must. Go, Your Honor. How can anyone stay mad at my client? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the judge is like, you know what? You're right. Let's knock 50 years off that. Would you put a Labrador in jail for 60 years? <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Your Honor. I, re- gonna, I, I rest my case. I would like to I would like to call to the stand an actual Labrador. <laughs> wow. Well, that, uh, that sucks for that guy, but also, what a fucking loser. You know, <laughs> what a lying asshole. Uh, you know who else is having a hard time right now, Trent? Mm. And I've always had a hard time. Sure. Um, but harder now, for sure. Sure. That is our empty nesters all around the country. Yes. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Oh. Junior heads to college, but empty nesters need the tutors. Mm. After years of shepherding children, parents seek help learning to live on their own. Mm. Kenny Hazlett recalled bittersweet feelings when his oldest child left for college Mm. but he didn't expect the profound sadness when his middle child said goodbye last year (laughs) (laughs) which is clearly he has a favorite child child. he said they all sting but this one hurt (laughs) (laughs) well trent helicopter parents are getting accustomed to tracking their children's every move via smartphone which we read about in earlier episode sure keeping activities tightly scheduled scrutinizing homework and grades exchanging miles of texts for a certain cohort of hands-on parents getting their teens into college marks the finish line then comes the coup de grace oh bye mom bye dad see you at thanksgiving (laughs) the kids are fine 
It's the parents who need help. Oh, no. The exit of high school seniors leaves many feeling like, quote, they've been fired from a job they've had for 18 years. Oh, the hardest Ramsden. job in the world. Uh, the hardest job in the world, <laughs> which is my my wife will never work a day in her life because <laughs> she's going to have 12 kids. Uh, he, <laughs> he has made a name for himself on TikTok as the Empty Nest Coach. Oh. <laughs> empty nesting, empty nest coaching is a growing livelihood with training certificate uh, certification support groups and two hundred and fifty dollar an hour private counseling sessions. Demand is driven by parents who feel emotional and logistical vacuum after years of shepherding children from one moment to the next of their lives. Wow! You know who wasn't upset when I went off to college? My dad. <laughs> he said, have fun. Some yeah. of the best years of your life. Yeah. Come back and have a beer with your old man one day. <laughs> because he didn't fucking shepherd me from... Right, from, yeah. From bullshit to... Bull- I was in maybe one after-school activity tops at any given time in my life. Yeah, Sometimes it's crazy. None. You're right. Yeah. Look at you now. It didn't <laughs> I mean, affect you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, Trent. Not at all. No, I know. Yeah, the kids, they're going from one thing to the other. It's a full-time job. Yeah, and it's—I don't think it's healthy. It's not healthy. Empty nesters get plenty of unsolicited advice from friends and family. Get a job, get a hobby, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> Empty nest coaches say such suggestions aren't helpful first steps. Maybe because they need to keep their jobs. Parents have always felt uh, wistful when their children went off on their own, but those feelings seem amplified among moms and dads who devoted much of their time shepherding children through sports, playdates, lessons, tutoring, and college applications. Christine Oakfield, who has a podcast called Your Empty Nest Coach, and many of her clients have focused on raising their children, quote, to a point where they have no idea who they are. Their whole identity is their kids. (laughs) That seems like a... Camden Hazlett said he wasn't surprised when his father was sad about him leaving for college. Sure. The only time he ever saw him cry was when the family said goodbye to his older brother after they dropped him off at school. Mm -hmm. What he didn't see coming was his dad hiring an empty nest coach. Camden thinks it has helped. It doesn't hurt that he talks with his dad every day. Every day. Quote, that's something that makes him feel more in the loop, he said. This sucks, dude. (laughs) sucks dude can you imagine you're 18 trying to go off to college and you have to fucking text your dad every day like he's your fucking long distance girlfriend uh, where are you going terrible. tonight i would f- oh my god don't you, even when yeah don't you run out of things to talk about it's with like, your dad yeah I ran out of things to talk about with him when i was 12 <laughs> what am i gonna say to him when i'm 18 dude i don't want to talk to you when i'm 18 <laughs> You know, text yeah. me four times a year. No, when that's the Jayhawks win the championship. Yeah, are you coming back for Thanksgiving and Happy Fourth of July? <laughs> you get three times a year. <laughs> We've said it on the podcast before, but you really only need to see your dad like five, six times in your life. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Every day is crazy. Every day is wild. Why don't you blow him? <laughs> text your dad every day. Jeez. Well, wow. I can't think of anything. Anyone I'd let, rather text less than my dad every day. No. What are you going to talk about? There's, it's, eh, I don't know. They, this guy should do And why is he paying this life coach? Shouldn't he be talking to the, talk to the life coach every day, the empty nest coach? The guy, he's, the dad is emotionally demanding. Yeah. He's got an empty nest coach, and he's texting his son every day. <laughs> Maybe the empty nest coach doesn't know he's texting his son. Maybe not. And where, where's the where's the wife in all this? Where's the mom? Where's the wife? Yeah. 
she seems like Miss Irrelevant. <laughs> Mrs. Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Geez. Yeah, why doesn't he take her to Cancun, get to know her again? Go have a nice, get a nice resort. Well, you know? maybe, maybe she's doing this. Maybe she's out of the house enjoying your uh, life, Joe. Okay. Because this is a story from the personal section of uh, the Wall the Street personal Journal. Personal Journal. Personal Journal. Uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Headline: More travelers are flying solo. That's true. I've noticed people, even our own age, who go on solo trips. Yeah. Personally, not for me. No, I love to have a travel companion or two. Sure, ideally two or three. Two or three, really? Nothing like a small group going to a new place. Sure, sure, yeah. The Eiffel Tower alone is got to be sad. <laughs> Someone has a bit about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think Ismail Lutfi. Yeah, you're just wearing a beret by walking around. By He's supposed yourself. to go to Paris with his girl, with his fiance, yeah. and they broke up, or his wife, and they got a divorce. And yeah. then he goes by himself and. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not the solo trip I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> but tell me funny. more about the solo trip. Well, retired women especially are planning Ooh. vacations alone, away from their significant others. <laughs> <laughs> yep. More married people are booking travel. For one. For one. <laughs> Spouses have long split up to travel on girls' getaways or guys' weekends. Now travel companies, advisors, and travelers say solo vacations have become a booming business for all kinds of trips. More people have even booked big bucket list adventures like African safaris by themselves or cruises to Antarctica on their own, according to Wendy Marley, a travel advisor for AAA Northeast. Dude, a cruise by yourself is crazy. <laughs> well, but then you can fuck and suck and... And never have to speak to another person again. Uh, I've been on an elderly cruise, and there is very little fucking and sucking on really? I Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Well, Actually, there's a little bit. There is a little bit. Maybe it's all underground. <laughs> you just weren't invited. <laughs> not not your, not their type. Not, not old enough. Yeah. Yeah, a little too young. Yeah. The trend is especially pronounced among retired couples. In 2023, people 55 and over traveled without their significant other 46% more than people in that age group did the year before. Uh, most married solo travelers are women, travel companies say. Strange. These solo, not single, right. women say they are motivated to see the world even if their spouse isn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? They never are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is something about being that age of 65. I want to go see the world. Your husband's like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be hitting golf balls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, they also enjoy making new friends and the sense of freedom that comes from independent travel. That's the thing with women. Women love making friends. Guys don't need to make friends. Yeah, exactly. Women, I have a theory. Women and straight women and gay guys uh-huh. always looking to make friends. Yeah. Always want friends. Yeah. Straight men and gay women, no friends. <laughs> <laughs> if, or it's friends they've known since they were four years old. You ever old. seen a picture of, yeah. of a lesbian couple? It's yeah. like the, there's not another soul for a thousand miles. They'll be like in the <laughs> middle of like of like the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't want friends. Are you fucking kidding me? No interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we're at the age where I'm like, I'm good. I'm at capacity. Yeah, you need four friends, Max. That's it. Straight girls are always looking for new friends. Yeah, they get a big group. 
Yeah. And then they're always the most annoying people. Double BFF. What are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Are you crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Who are we talking to? Uh, my mama was telling me, were you there? She was saying that she had some someone, a guy, uh. get on Bumble BFF for oh, her yeah. to meet yeah. a guy that she could hook up with. Yeah. Because but she the guy, the guy the, just wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Because yeah. no, there's no straight guys on Bumble BFF. Absolutely. And there's no lesbians either. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Quote, you don't have to schedule anything with another person, and if you want to eat falafel for three meals a day, you can, <laughs> said Linda Tersing, a 62-year-old Bay Area writer and editor. Okay. Yeah, I guess you could You eat could fun. do that. You could do that in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have the judging eyes of your your husband of 40 years. What the fuck is going on with oh, you? fucking falafel again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tersing traveled alone to France for her 60th birthday and is planning a solo trip to Bali this spring. Her husband also likes traveling, but she says that because he works hard, his idea of a vacation is a, re- a relaxing getaway. Quote, that's just not my flavor, she says. So he wants to go sit on the beach and have a cocktail. Yeah. Because he's trying to release some steam yeah but she wants to mountain bike up kilimanjaro and take a pottery class yeah. in the mountains because she's been a stay-at-home mom all her life right they have different needs yeah and he's been busting his ass putting food on the table <laughs> <laughs> right but being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest the hardest job even though she seems to have quite a bit of leftover energy to go out and spend on her vacations so <laughs> Independent travels have strengthened her relationships, he says. Each partner gets to see the person they love fulfilled and happy and away from them for six months. Go, so who'd you meet when you were gone for three months? (laughs) (laughs) There better not have been any guys in France. Well, this is kind of... No, they're past the age of that. They don't have to worry about that. No, but this this upcoming lady we're going to read about, I I have my doubts. Oh, my... Do tell. <laughs> but I hate to disparage anybody that's brave enough to tell their story in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> the last thing we want to do on this podcast is disparage. Yes, that's not what we got into this for. Not, we got not into to this disparage, for? not to make fun of anybody. Uh, travel companies are expanding offerings for solo travelers. Cruise lines are adding more single passenger staterooms, and tour groups now have more single traveler options. Wow. Solo travelers say they sometimes pay more to have single rooms, but often save overall compared with the cost of two flights and meals. Having one partner stay home to care for pets also helps save on overall costs. Okay. Laura Blackier. Whore! <laughs> Whore. Uh, Laura Blackier plans to spend 14 solo weeks in Europe this year. Visiting 10 different countries. The 40-year-old human resources advisor from Halifax, Nova Scotia, didn't travel much in her 20s because she and her husband married young and had three children. Mm. After spending the past three years caring for her mother with early-onset dementia, Blackier says she has a renewed urgency to enjoy life. Uh-oh. Her mother, her mother recently died... <laughs> Black here is on sabbatical uh, from work with the support of her husband and daughters ages 13, 11, and 8. Uh, she plans to leave in mid-April. Quote, 
God, she's going to leave her 11 and 8-year-old for 16 weeks? Yeah. That's a long time. That's a long time. Like four months? Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long time. I remember when I was 8 year old, years old, my mom took a trip to, to New York. Go, do, uh, go on. New York City. The greatest city in the world. And uh, it was the first uh, trip my mom ever took. I was home with my dad. Oh, I was heartbroken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah. It was devastating. Eight years old, my mom's gone for four months. Yeah. Well, she was she was only gone for like a, a few days. I know, days. but I'm saying yeah. this lady wants to no, leave this for four be, months. This would ruin me. Yeah, go get, <laughs> go get fucked in Paris. <laughs> this eight-year-old is going to... She's not going to turn out well. The eight-year-old... Th- <laughs> yeah, the eight-year-old thinks it's fine. I saw the Dahmer documentary. His parents yeah. left for a few months. Quote... This is a quote from from uh, whatever her name is Blakir Linda Laura Blakir quote it's like going whore, to be whore bitch <laughs> <laughs> bad mom bad mom <laughs> quote it's going selfish to be, mom <laughs> it's going to be my eat pray love type of fuck trip, off she says although obviously my, by love I don't mean like finding someone I mean saying self love. Yeah, how about you love your kids and feed and make sure that they eat? At least wait till they're like 16. I mean, good God. Yeah, uh, 8 and eleven's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, that marriage is doomed. It's doomed. <laughs> her mom just I hope, I hope her husband is prepared for an open relationship. Oh, 100%. E&M. After your parent, one of your parents dies, uh, you're never hornier in your life. Really? really? Is that you true? You really just got to get out there. Really? Something about death, you really got to start. You, you think you, you got to, you, 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 I got to spread my seed. You, I can't you, let the, the exactly. The name death die. is looming in on you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really? Wow. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, speaking <laughs> hyperbolically. I, I don't know if I actually believe that, but dude, I, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Well, it sounds believable. Women are emotional. Going to Paris, you know, I don't know. 16 weeks. You may not. You may be going for self love. Yeah, but who knows what you'll find in sixteen weeks alone? You know, the road to hell is paved in good intentions. (laughs) Take it from our friend. uh, Take it from our friend Trevor Milton. (laughs) Trevor Milton with Nicola. (laughs) Take it from us. She says, "Well, I'm just going to go try to build a hydrogen truck." The next thing you know, facing sixty years in prison. (laughs) Your eight year old can't look you in the eyes anymore. So, so you can, I kind of have that to think about. Yeah. No, have fun. Enjoy the free ride. Yeah, it'll be great. You'll find yourself. I'll stay home with the kids. <laughs> I'll make three peanut butter and jellies. Keep working a full-time job. Pick them up. Take them to school. Yeah. <laughs> try to wow. break up all the fights. And, yeah. um, and then I'll try to find time to masturbate. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure that no, it's going to be a great trip. Out. And it's all work good. Out. She deserves it. She's earned it. She's earned it. She's 40 years old. She's earned it. Yeah, but the day she gets back, if I'm the husband, I'm saying, fucking tag, you're it. <laughs> yeah. You you're go it. On a solo trip. Yeah. yeah. At least t- two weeks. Yeah. You, know. you need to do 16, but. Well, well. Uh, what was the thing in Canada you were talking about? You were looking for some town? Nova Scotia. Why was that in one of your articles? That's where she's from. Oh, she's from Nova Scotia. So I believe that is over here somewhere. <laughs> it's Newfoundland. There's Newfoundland, yeah. Uh, Nova Scotia. Nova oh, Scotia. there it is, right there, Nova Scotia. So that's where Laura Blackier Bl- 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 is from, and that's where she won't be for 16 weeks. That's where she ought to stay. 
<laughs> no, no, we wish her the best of luck. Um, no, we hope she has fun. Yeah. We hope she has fun. Well, that has been this episode of Echo Chamber Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, tune in next week for another great episode. Exactly. Couldn't, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. You took the words right out of my mouth, my friend. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the show. Uh, as always, this is Trent Mabry signing off. And I'm Joe Nunnick signing out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.